KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi again, I'm Phil Latzman, and this podcast is a daily digest of the day's events here in the Grand Canyon State. It is Tuesday, February the 7th, 2023, and let's do the news. Or Republican attempts to pass a so-called skinny budget on party lines failed on Monday afternoon in the state legislature. One GOP lawmaker voted against the baseline spending plan. As Ben Giles reports, Republicans slim one-vote majorities in both chambers at the Capitol, leaving no room for error. Republican Representative Liz Harris gave no explanation for her vote against the GOP spending plan, which merely continues funding government operations at levels approved in last year's $18 billion budget. Harris could not immediately be reached for comment after the vote. But without her support, a budget that Democrats uniformly oppose isn't going anywhere. Even with her support, the budget is likely dead on arrival once it reaches Governor Katie Hobbs' desk. Hobbs, a Democrat, has criticized the skinny budget as a do-nothing spending plan that doesn't reflect the priorities facing Arizonans. Ben Giles, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In the proposed budget by Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs, there included suggestions to exempt certain items like feminine hygiene products and diapers from sales tax. Adam Chodoro is a tax law professor at ASU's Sandra Day O'Connor College of Law, and he told KJZZ's The Show that tax breaks on certain items can be more complicated than we think. If you exempt groceries on the theory that you want to help poor people, well, both the poor buy groceries, but also the rich do. And so you're giving them a tax break that's sort of unintended. Chodoro also said lawmakers would have to prioritize what government services to reduce due to the lower amount of tax revenue. As tech firms such as Meta make their home in the Valley, they look for ways to reduce their carbon footprint. As Ron Dungan reports, the company formerly known as Facebook has teamed up with Salt River Project on a new solar facility. Meta wants to power its new data center in Mesa with renewable energy. Last week, SRP said it has partnered with the AES Corporation to open a new 100-megawatt facility in Eloy to support the 2.5 million square foot development. The tech giant will use half of the energy created. The rest will go to residential and small business customers. SRP has a number of solar projects on the drawing board that it hopes will supply nearly half a million homes. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Back to the legislature, the state Senate has rescheduled a vote on waiving the education spending limit and is now set to vote on that today. Greg Hawney reports. The state legislature has less than a month to waive that limit or else schools would be unable to use nearly $1.4 billion approved for them in last year's budget. Republican Senator Ken Bennett says Superintendent of Public Instruction Tom Horn, another Republican, has helped persuade some GOP lawmakers to lift the spending cap. Still, the party's far-right Freedom Caucus opposes the move and calls for spending accountability. The vote was delayed because of a key supporting senator's absence. The bill needs 20 votes to pass. Greg Hawney, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A bill in the legislature would require the Arizona Department of Health Services to establish a, quote, dementia services program and update the Arizona Alzheimer's state plan. Kathy Ritchie has more on that. 
The bill was introduced by Republican Senator T.J. Shope, and the measure would designate DHS as a lead agency to address Alzheimer's and other dementias. The bill would also appropriate $300,000 for two full-time DHS employees for the Dementia Services Program. Arizona's Alzheimer's state plan was completed in 2016, but a spokesperson for the Alzheimer's Association Desert Southwest chapter says it needs to be reviewed, updated, and implemented. There is currently no statutory authority for the plan to continue. Arizona has the fastest growing number of cases of Alzheimer's disease in the nation, according to the Alzheimer's Association. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Kaibab National Forest officials will begin holding public meetings later this month about a mining exploration project at the base of Bill Williams Mountain in northern Arizona. From the Frontera's desk in Flagstaff, Michel Marisco reports. The Forest Service has received a proposal from a cement company to explore for Pulsolan at the base of the mountain that overlooks the town of Williams. Pulsolan is an additive used in cement. Drake Cement filed its proposal last month. After an environmental review of the project, a scoping period will begin in late February. At that point, the process will be opened up to public comment and public meetings. The Forest Service already approved another project for Drake Cement. Last year, it okayed a Pozolan mine nine miles west of Williams. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. As the Arizona legislature sorts through its priorities for the 2023 session, the first of the new administration, conservationists have also looked at their goals for the year. They'll gather at the state capitol today to call attention to environmental issues. Here once again is Ron Dungan with that. More than 40 conservation groups and lawmakers will take part in Environmental Day at the Capitol. The event will also bring in students from Arizona high schools and community colleges. The groups want the legislature to address issues such as climate change, water, and funding for parks in the current session. The annual event will give participants the opportunity to meet with their representatives and senators and learn more about environmental issues facing the state. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A bill in the state legislature would let nursing homes and assisted living facilities use a third party to conduct their annual inspections. Here once again is Kathy Ritchie with more on what that could mean. Will Humble is the executive director of the Arizona Public Health Association. He's not too thrilled about this measure. He says not only would a facility be able to shop out the inspection process, as he puts it. When there's complaints that come in from loved ones or members even who residents of assisted living and skilled nursing, that a third party would follow up on the complaint investigations as well. Humble says when he was the head of the State Department of Health, it was often those complaints and the resulting inspections that led to change. Shopping that out, the, even the complaint investigation part of it to a third party, I think, is asking for trouble. Dave Vopel is the CEO of the Arizona Healthcare Association, which represents skilled nursing homes. He also opposes the measure. Right now, he says the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid pay for a portion of these surveys. The feds have to approve any type of change to this. So no other state has privatized this type of survey. So why would Arizona want to go down that route without even talking to CMS first? The bill is likely in response to an Auditor General's report that found the Department of Health failed to investigate complaints in a timely fashion or at all. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ News, Phoenix. All eyes on the Valley this week with the Super Bowl and related activities, the golf and everything that's happening here. As Rithwick Kalale reports, the group tasked with convincing corporations to expand in the region says the big game is a rare chance to show off the area. 
Greater Phoenix Economic Council CEO Chris Camacho said Super Bowl 57 is a chance to attract investors, tourists, and new residents to help the region continue growing. There's so many more global eyes on Phoenix than ever before, and hosting these mega events only, you know, puts us in a conversation around the dinner table or puts us in a, in a conversation in a boardroom, and that's really what we want, is to lever these kind of events into major marketing opportunities. Camacho says both the Super Bowl and the Waste Management Open are expected to generate around $700 million to $1 billion into the Arizona economy. Rithwick Kalale, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In other sports around the Valley, basketball, according to the Associated Press, mortgage executive and former Michigan State guard Matt Ishby has approved to become the new majority owner of the Phoenix Suns and the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury. The NBA's Board of Governors approved his plan to purchase the controlling stake of those franchises from Robert Sarver. The vote was 29-0, says the AP, with the Cleveland Cavaliers abstaining. The AP also reporting the Suns president and CEO Jason Rowley has left the team as the franchise moves forward with ownership changes. On the court, Suns have won 8 of 10. They'll continue a road trip tonight in Brooklyn against the Nets. Hockey, Jacob Chukrin had a pair of goals. Jack McBain scored the tie-breaking goal at seven minutes left. The Coyotes come out of the NHL All-Star break with a 3-2 win over the Minnesota Wild last night in Tempe. And in football, seven-time Pro Bowl receiver A.J. Green has decided to retire after 12 seasons in the NFL. The 34-year-old spent a decade with the Cincinnati Bengals before finishing up with the Cardinals for the past two seasons of his career. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this Tuesday, February the 7th. I'm Phil Latzman. Wonderful having you here as always. And we will do this again. Two, we'll do this again. Two, 